What's up? What's up? What's up, everybody? Yeah. Welcome to uh, episode ten of the Ape Audio Podcast. Yo. That's right, one zero. We are sitting Fucking down with a huge. acquaintance, friend, huge cool guy, KW local, hunk, whatever you you guys got any names for? Rockstar extraordinary, Snow, hunk. Brandon Lockwood. You guys are so nice. <laughs> I'm also here with Patrick Cordias. Ian Zebra. Dude, you said I, my last name right. Do most people fuck it up? Cordeas. Are you Spanish? <laughs> Christian, your penis is cool. Devin is sexting us from a whiteboard. Yeah. I like this. Over I like your behind-the-scenes production in here. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's like a like faux professional. Like You look at it, and you're like, oh, yeah, this, it looks like these guys got it going on. This shit could just burn down at any second. And it has just been on fire for the past ten episodes. If you want me to be this honest, I don't think that at all. Ride the Bronco. <laughs> Dude, you're supposed to just No, 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 no. You guys, you guys are doing it. You guys are doing it. <laughs> so, yeah, what's going on? Everyone okay? Yeah. My uh, week was okay. Yeah. Didn't really do much. How about we explain but... you a 15-minute delay here? Oh, yeah, we apologize for the 15-minute delay uh, for any of our weekly listeners and viewers. I'm sure you caught last week our audio was all doubled up and fucked, and we sounded completely insane. I don't know. We were just, try- we were just trying to fix it for you guys so you would have a slightly more enjoyable <laughs> listening. Sorry! Sorry! Sorry. Sorry. We didn't notice, and we're just going to pretend like it didn't happen. We can continue our relationship where we left off. Please forgive Where did us. We leave I don't know. Probably not on great terms, but not on as bad terms as we did last week. Okay. Looking <laughs> good. Yeah. How are you, Christian? I'm good. Um, this week, I was playing this fucking game called Apex Legends. Fuck that shit. It's just another shitty battle royale, and I don't know why. I just keep trying to convince myself that these games are good. You don't like that shit? Dude. Oh, buddy, don't get me it's started. Like, it's like, I, I like collecting the weapons, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I feel like an absolute beefcake. I'm going to fucking run train on somebody. Jesus and then you Christ. just you just take one shot to the chest, and you fucking die. <laughs> Whoa, dude. Like a turn. What kind of fucking games you playing? The good ones. Yeah. I'm actually nice. a big fan Sounds of like VR, a, so. Yeah? yeah. What, what do you enjoy about them? I don't know. I started with, like, PUBG, so. Yeah. It was just, like, it was new, and it was, like. Something that was fucking sick. I kind of always just like wanted like a Hunger Games style. Game. Yeah, no, I I so love the, like... the thing is I love the ideas or the idea behind like the genre. I just feel like nobody has implemented it the way that I see it in my head. You yeah, know? you definitely get owned. Like... <laughs> I, I feel like the biggest thing is you get fucked and then you have to wait. Uh oh, you have to wait like several <laughs> minutes while your shit fucking loads. To, like, get back into another match, right? I feel like if it didn't have that, like, latent period where I get to sit there and I get to stew in my shame, like, if I didn't have to think about it, <laughs> it'd be whatever. Like, I just hop right back in and I just, I get fucked up again, but then I could just hop back in again. Instead, I'm just sitting there and I'm going, I fucking suck, man. Like, why am I even doing this to myself? You're watching, like, the loading bar go across. Or the kill cam of you just, them just killing you yeah well this new game apex legends it has like this this taunting kill right so like you'll get shot you lose all yeah, your it's health like a fatality. and you're like yeah it's, yeah it's like a mortal combat <laughs> fatality or something you're like laying on the ground and they'll like come up to you and they like fucking kick you in the jaw and then they're like 
doing like finger guns at you and they're like hey hey and you're like oh, okay so this is this is how it's yeah it's go. a little more in your face i guess <laughs> black ops is a little better for that i I, I only played black ops during the beta and then it came out and it was 79 dollars, and i was like Jesus. i'm okay yeah, i'm okay fair. is it battle royale now though yes yeah, so um black ops like it's it has like regular deathmatch modes but yeah. then it also has uh like battle royale mode attached to it i don't know like if more people are playing the battle royale or if more people are playing the deathmatch mode lockwood probably knows because apparently he's a fucking professional i wish mlg <laughs> are you good do you like win do you win the, yeah, the blackout mode yeah i'm not like terrible do you have like a, a little like chant when you win no, no, we don't really. You don't go like, go yeah, we did it, guys. It. Hey, yeah, we did it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, you're like, you're hanging out with the boys, and you know, you get a little, you get a little hyped up. I guess. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. <laughs> you gotta Isn't get excited crazy? about something. That, that's the that's the one thing I really like about the genre is like, you win a match, or like you even come close to winning a match, and the adrenaline is just surging through your body, and it, you're in like a primal state. Where you're like you're just like ready to smash your TV like, or something. You don't even have to like <laughs> win if you get like a few kills. You're pretty satisfied. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just like, all right, I did something. But it it is so close to reality that you can also get PTSD from playing these games. <laughs> like there there's moments ingrained in my mind that I'm like laying in bed at night and I'm just like I fucked up. <laughs> oh, they're just training you for I'm the real military. <laughs> I lost a good squad. Maybe you're that just day. like super absorbed into the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you should take World a break. Three is coming but so I, I feel like. That is a plus, but it's also a negative, right? Like, I like to go play video games and relax. When I go Doesn't play, sound like you're doing much relaxing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> though. I, I don't play battle royales that often. Like, I've, I've tried them all. There's things that I like and things that I don't like about them, but I'm definitely not relaxed when I'm playing them. So, I don't know. I guess yeah, I can it's take. Definitely them. not like a layback and maybe like, yeah. relax and play kind of game. Hell you're like at the edge of your seat. Edge of your seat. There's a tunnel of fire going directly to your television. <laughs> Shit's mental. If your girlfriend interrupts you, shut up. Throw something up. <laughs> well, the the sad part is my girlfriend plays these games and she's way better than me. So. I don't know if that's really sad. That isn't sad at all. Actually. That's not just those games, though. That's every game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You just suck. Yeah, Yeah, that's alright. <laughs> yeah, so that was my week. I just fucked around with that new game. Cool. You guys do anything cool? Uh, Absolutely not. Up to my storage space on the computer in which. Rock on, dude! Yeah. Which yeah, was easier almost, than uh, we thought. Yeah, we almost broke Ian's laptop. We. Uh, we? Yeah. I almost broke Ian's laptop. He yeah, asked me to together. give him a little hand installing some new storage. So uh, we popped in this new SSD, this, reassembled his laptop. Do you, this must be so exciting to listen to. <laughs> Yo, fuck it. Yo, let me install your SSD. For we can, we get real sensual with it. Let's do it. SSD that's that's here. the shit that people want to hear. I think. Anyway, we put the laptop back together SSD. and it didn't fucking turn on. And this thing's like Super a two dip. grand laptop, so you can only imagine like the kind of hot breath that was bearing down the back of my neck when I turned around and said, "I don't know what I did." <laughs> <laughs> now you know what it feels like when I'm fucking up on the audio. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's totally true. It's that pressure. Hence the uh, fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fifteen minutes of shame. <laughs> All right, well, you guys want to give Lockwood some love? Yeah, enough about us. Let's yeah, talk good about to see you guys. Holy, we got yeah, a guest here. <laughs> uh, you you want to tell the people a little bit about yourself? No. Okay. No. <laughs> you want to tell them a little bit about you? Yeah. Yeah. Share some yeah, stories. Actually, yeah. All right. So, like, I will, but uh, this, this is Brandon Lockwood. Yeah. Hi, Brandon. Plays in a little band. Courage, my love. KW Darlings. They're pretty cool. 
Check him out. He's the bass player. Shreds those savage lines. Runs his own clothing company. Hey. Lifeline Supply Co. Hey. Get some. Shit's pretty cool. Pick either one. Which one do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually playing a lot of guitar now. Oh, really? As well, yeah. A lot of the new stuff. Cool. I, I wanted like... to ask, like, because um, the direction of the band seems to have changed drastically. And I know with, uh, or it, at least to me, it sounded with Synesthesia that there is, there is like, bass and guitar in it, but it wasn't, like, as predominant as I'm used to hearing from the group. Like, is that something you guys want to bring to the forefront? Like, Yeah, like, we can really never really decide what's going on. Right? <laughs> just kind of, <laughs> like, go with what we feel at the time cool. and stuff. And Synesthesia was, like, kind of a real big mess of just, like, recording in different places and different countries and different producers, oh, different mixers. It was just, like... That's crazy. A huge, I didn't realize it was, like, all over yeah, the place. Yeah. Like that. Well, that's why it kind of took so long crazy. to come out, and it was just, like, a huge, um, just, like, mess, really. And we didn't know what to do about it, and there's, like, a lot of people with their hands in, yeah. you know... And, Too many cooks kind of yeah. situation. It's hard to say, but, like... I think um, like it's a good record. It sounds good. Yeah, I love it. It's, it's catchy great. as fuck. But there's like this aspect where I'm like, I f- each member kind of like lost, got lost in the mix a little bit. Well, you know, it's it's different than the previous EP. Like, yeah, Cummings. Like that was a little more um, hard rocking and right. Like you know, and I think um, this year we're trying to go a little bit back. Yeah towards that a little more and um kind of like still keep um poppy feel of synesthesia but at the same time go back to like what we know and sure yeah kind of make like take the reins a little bit that's cool to have the variety so then when you kind of like you know tour down the road you can play your catalog and there's something for everybody yeah yeah well we like switching it up too like our music tastes never really stay the same yeah for sure i mean you you guys are all kind of like in that prime of your life and i mean like we're right there with you like our music preferences are changing like daily and we're finding new sounds that we really dig so i i guess it would kind of be like tough for a three-piece band to get everybody like up on the same page and even if you, when you are up on the same page trying to like nail down okay like we're we're making a record now this is the sound we want to go for yeah like with the girls because they're twins and they live together and stuff it's like it's really easy because that's like two people right that are really like on the same page and yeah, then no, i'm sure. like super easy going and i'm just kind of cool. like like we're re- we like converse really easily together and like that's why we've been able to do this sure over six years kind of thing yeah i, like, I kind of wanted to ask like how did this all transpire so like i've known you for probably close to about a decade now yeah i would say so my, my gray hairs show yeah. when i when i think about that i do actually oh i just um, i just turned 27 man holy <laughs> <God>. <laughs> You want me to call the retirement home for you? Yeah, I know. Might break a hip getting out of here, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, Please don't so like, us. <laughs> <laughs> that ice out there I might. <laughs> we tried salting it, man. <laughs> I've salted that five times already in, in the last two hours. Yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's like, it's like buttered glass out there, pretty much. Yeah, buttered glass. Yeah, that's kind of what it felt like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, from knowing you. Back then, coming from, like, some of the hardcore bands you were playing with, and, like, 
the intense, aggressive stage presence that you brought. How did you end up in Courage My Love? Like, <laughs> how did this transpire? Like, it, it just seems like so out of left field for you. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I was in, like, The Twin at the time. Mm-hmm. Ironically, the name is kind of funny. I don't know. But, um, and Pat and I had um, an acoustic mm-hmm. project as well, right? Wow. No. Nah. Pat Hussey and I had an acoustic project together. <laughs> what was it called? Oh, I remember uh, that. Quite Articulate. Come on, let yeah, Cordy yeah, yeah, ride yeah. on your coattails yeah. for a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Quite Articulate was actually really good. Yeah, thanks. I, I enjoyed you guys. Yeah, shit. it was a cool little like acoustic thing. I forgot about that and, shit, um, actually. I don't know. I think I just kind of like grinded through the scene for like a really long time, and I was kind of just like always playing and like trying to do as much music as possible. And like the girls kind of saw that and like yeah i'd go like hard as fuck on stage hell yeah still do and so you think it was just kind of like the hustle they saw it and they're like yo we need this guy yeah like i have the definitely have the drive yeah you have the fucking chops on the bass too yeah i just like don't get me wrong it's something like i just kind of like built up my entire life to do right Mm -hmm. and like i always like worked really hard on it i kind of just like never music was always kind of like my world and everything was always kind of outside that bubble it was just kind of like my main focus. It still is for like. Yeah, I, th- for as I long think it's as pretty cool remember, to like right? see where you're at right now. Because when we first met, and we had like those stupid talks where you're like, "Yo, what do you want to do when you grow up?" Blah blah blah, and it's it's all just like bullshit. Brandon Lockwood was like, "I want to be a fucking rock star." Yeah, basically. And I'm just yeah. like looking at this guy, and I'm like, "You mean you want to be a fucking rock star? Like, <laughs> come on, come on, man." Well, I remember too. And good. then then I saw you perform, and I'm like. He is a fucking rock star. Like, <laughs> holy shit. The energy that you would bring on stage, like, just floored me. Yeah, man, like, get up there and it's just, like, not even, like, the same person, though, right? Like, if you were to, like, have a conversation with me on stage, like, you'd be like, who's this guy? For sure. Yeah. Just, like, do you feel like it's there's a little bit of that state of mind before the show, or do you think as soon as you're up on stage, it, like, snaps into Yeah, I know. As soon as I'm up there, it's just kind of a it's... switch, because, like, I'm normal, like, backstage and stuff, and I'm getting, like, hyped up with the girls before going on or whatever, and we do our thing. And then we go up, and as I think, like, as soon as we all go up, it's just kind of, like... Game time. Game time, yeah. yeah. Do you prefer uh, being in a band with girls over guys? Does I, it, I wouldn't say it's, difference? like, a preference. It's more of just, like... Like, we work really well together, and, like... Um... We just kind of, like, like, I, after working with them for so long, it's just, like, I don't really see, like, me not working with them, right? It's just kind of, like, natural, yeah. I've had that with, like, other people and, like, friends and stuff, too. It just never really stuck, and, but, yeah, like, this works, and we, we just want to, like, keep doing it as long as we physically can kind of thing. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. It's dope that you guys are all on the same page with it. Yeah, totally. So, with saying that you only want to be a rock star and you weren't gonna it seemed to me like you weren't gonna settle until you kind of fucking got that like, yeah you gonna go about it one way or another what was it like seeing your face up on a billboard yeah that in was toronto yeah that <laughs> was kind of like a really like in my face moment yeah of, like is that so a never... making it moment I don't know. I, I don't know if I've yeah. ever, like, had that. It's kind of just because, oh, okay. like, you're always, like, working towards, like, something bigger, right? Right. And yeah. it's, like... You see the billboard, and you're, like... Well, and, like, even the billboard, billboard thing, I was, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's basically, nice. like, the, yeah, that's fucking, like... That's amazing. Like, that's really cool. Like, Eaton Center, that's a huge... Yeah. Yeah. Did someone right? tell you 
about it or did you just like oh that's Uh, us like i wish it was kind of just like uh, a surprise but uh, um like our management lives in toronto and um one of them saw it and they like texted us a picture Oh, cool! Yeah, it's it's, it's actually really cool. Hell yeah, that wow. shit would blow my fucking yeah. mind. Yeah, you lost it over yeah. a t-shirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I went to some show in Toronto and some guy was like wearing one of our shirts. I was like, whoa! Like, oh, yeah. like it's like, yeah. Dude, I get super stoked when I see somebody like wearing a Lifeline shirt. Like, I work at Maxwell's. Um, it's like a venue in town, but um, if I see somebody there, like wearing a Lifeline shirt, I'll go up to them and be like, "Yo, thank you so much!" Like, that's awesome. It's, like, it's super like cool just to see that kind of stuff too. Yeah, Do you ever meet people who are wearing your clothes that don't know who you are? Um, I don't know. I think s- some people are, like get kind of shy, and it's hard to tell ah. if they like know who I am or yeah. like whatever. I'm, I don't expect them to, but like sure. if I say something like that, it's kind of like, oh, that guy probably owns this company. You know? Right, like, right. It's like, who is this fucking guy yeah. coming up for me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've, I've always kind of, like, ran through this skit in my head where, like, if I was to, like, see one of my idols, I would probably just kind of act real cool about it and not say anything or just be like, hey. What's just... up? <laughs> Never, like, What's really cracking? looked at it like I could be somebody's idol, though. I think you, know? you definitely yeah. could be. Yeah, and that, that's a fair statement. Have you I ever encountered that stuff on tour where, like, you know, you, you're meeting, you know, the fans and they're you know, saying some really heavy shit and, you know, you're kind of, like, connecting and have you ever had those moments yet as of... Yeah. I feel like I'm kind of, like, introverted in a sense where I don't like to be, like, crowded around, like, a bunch of people. I get, like, super uncomfortable and, like... um, Are you uncomfortable here? (laughs) (laughs) I just mean, like, it's like having, like, long conversations with, like... um, abundance of people right it's yeah. like it's really like tiring and yeah it's like, taxing especially sure. after like a day of um being on the road and like setting up for a show playing a show right signing stuff and like Press. catering to the fans because it's all it's all about the fans right like everyone like they're the reason we're doing stuff right so like you like you try to like put in as much time as you can with people and like some people like are super excited and like want to talk to you about as much as possible in that little right. time right and and it's awesome, and the girls do, like, super well at, like, catering to, like, a lot of people that, like, sure. have these feelings, and, like, like, I can definitely see it, like, from, like, Mercedes, like, people are like, oh my god, like, and she, she, like, handles it super well, mm-hmm. and, like, spends a lot of time with fans and stuff like it's that. Be super so we all try, we all try to, like, we do what we can, right? Yeah, definitely, I, I can only imagine, like, just from watching some live performances from you guys and like the energy you guys put forward and then after that you have to go put in the time with the fans like i can only imagine like in the back of your head you're probably just going i just want to go fucking eat some dinner grab a beer yeah pass out go watch a movie or like whatever like just chill out like then you you have to give that time because that's what it's about right we try to take um a bit of time for ourselves before doing that but if there's like a venue curfew or something kind of just like go do it and then like you have time to chill afterwards or because you're driving to the next fucking place for a few hours do you have like a a fan experience that sticks out in your mind um pleasant i'll say i'll say let's let's do a a pleasant one first best and worst Yeah, Yeah. yeah yeah um i would say the best fan experiences is like Back when I would, like, kind of just, like, duck out and, um, like, go for a cigarette or something, and there would be, like, 
just like a few people out in the smoking area just like they're like oh i really liked your set and like just kind of like sitting and being like super down to earth with those people why are the smokers always like the most relaxed people because they smoke i always found that too like when i when i would go out it was always like oh i'm gonna go for a smoke I'm gonna go to the smoke pit, and everyone's just like, "Oh, hey, bro, like, what's going on?" And you go back inside, and it's just like this ramped up fucking mess. You know? yeah. That was one thing about like quitting smoking that I was kind of like sad about was like missing um, opportunities and shit. Like, because if I didn't smoke, I wouldn't have done like. I feel like I wouldn't crazy have met shit. A lot of people. Yeah, like wouldn't have met <laughs> this like certain people, or like wouldn't have had like an amazing time, and like you know, it's, it's just like shit like that. So I still try to like. Now that I quit smoking and try to, like, go out and, you know, stand where I would have stood. Yeah, dude, I do the same fucking thing. Like, I'll go to a party and, like, uh, everyone I used to chill with is still, like, going outside for cigarettes or whatever. And I, like, make it a point that I'm going to go outside. I make sure to have a couple beers so I don't fucking freeze to death. But I'll still go outside and, like, hang out the same way and, like, chat with them. It definitely doesn't last as long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll maybe hang for like five or ten minutes. And I'm like, you guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, you're, not back trying, you're not trying to finish that whole yeah, smoke yeah, before yeah. going in. And then they're, you think they're about to wrap it up, and they're like, oh, let's light another one. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm no, good. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, kind of mentality changes over time too. It's like, sure, yeah. like maybe it's just winter, but I'm like super hibernating right now. Like, yeah, I don't like to go out as much as I used to. Or like. It's tough when you look outside and it looks like today. Yeah. Like, I'm sure you probably second-guessed coming here. <laughs> yeah, I think, we all, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. we all did. Yeah. I posted it on Instagram, so I was kind of like, uh... You can you have to. Official. <laughs> yeah. Right? But, yeah. Cool. So, do you have uh, do you have a negative experience? Yeah, give us, uh, give us the good fans. Uh, the only kind of one I can like think of off the top of my head is um, we're at war- on Warp Tour and Mercedes have like this kind of like pretty intense fan that had some like like some issues and stuff and um, Mercedes was like really good about like talking to her and like this and that but it kind of just like got out of hand and she was being like super aggressive and stuff so we had to get like kind of security to follow her around oh, like Damn, all day and Holy it wasn't shit, like all any, day <laughs> it wasn't anything like dangerous or like right. anything it was just kind of like just in case, just in case uh, or it, it could like, escalate into something yeah like it wasn't like we didn't take it as a big deal right or anything it was just kind of like something that we should like maybe consider or i feel like that would get my heart racing yeah, <laughs> we're also in the states too, so it's like, yeah, oh, true. Yeah, Ford. Ford. <laughs> like what happened to that one chick with the crazy fan? Um, oh, that's right. Like the YouTube star. She was like twenty one or something. Yeah, right? must have been like in that same time frame, or at least recent to that. Yeah, girl was throwing chairs off her balcony in Toronto. Oh yeah, did you guys hear about that? This girl <laughs> off of like one of the uh, one of those really tall, nice looking buildings off the Gardner Expressway. She just, like, she was on maybe, looked like, like the 20th floor, and she just threw a chair off of it, like, onto the highway. Holy and shit. someone, like, took a video of it who was on the balcony. With them. This with is gonna them. be and great. They, they, like, post it somewhere, obviously? Yeah. Yeah. yeah oh, you can probably, like, uh, do it for the gram. Yeah. Kill somebody. Yeah. <laughs> this will be super funny. That's fucking yeah. insane. I love how people film their crimes nowadays. Yeah, yeah. honestly. <laughs> I feel like there's been too many stories in, in like, the, the hip-hop hemisphere over, like, the last two years where it's like, 
there's there's some up and coming rapper and within like two months of like this person blowing up they're like posting an instagram live video of them like shooting an illegal firearm like out of their car window and then they're just like arrested and their fucking career is like bunk like what are you doing (laughs) well they probably just make money off those free x shirts yeah, that's true, I guess. But, like, why would you want to fucking do that to yourself? Well, like, let's give money to, like, the dumbest people so we have the most entertainment Dude, it's, it's out of the it. fucking worst. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I'd be, like, super smart if I had that money, right? Like, you know? <laughs> that's why I'm, like, no one's giving me money because I'm not going to Yeah, I guess, I, guess, I guess it's one thing for us to, like, shit talk Oh, there people. it is. I don't necessarily know what I'd be up to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy fuck. Whoa. Is that a fucking chair? Aw. Did she say something? No, they're trying to find her. Yeah, but trying did she to say ID something? Her. Oh, they ID'd her? Look at yeah. this. <laughs> wow. Oh See ya. my gosh. That's oh! stupid as fuck. Dan Marsh the Darsh. That is just insane. Oh, I don't like that video. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like America's leaking. Dude, oh, cool. For I sure didn't notice is. that. It goes on the green screen. So, um, <laughs> there was also this other story that I heard about this guy... Who licked somebody's doorbell for three hours? Licked on New Year's. Oh, I saw that. He was caught, oh, on, he was yeah, caught on security crazy. camera. He was just what? licking the doorbell for three hours. What kind of licking? Licking. Like little pecks. And like, he was looking. Like, was he the, like, yeah, like and he, pecking, or was he? And like he was looking into the camera. It's right here. It's right there. All right, let me see this. Yeah, let's stream the three hours. Uh, apologies um, to the audio listeners. Tune into the YouTube if you want to see this shit. Maybe. Three hours? Yeah, three hours. Holy fuck. What do you think his tongue felt like after that? Dude, that's why I did <laughs> My tongue hurts. Good morning, oh, Julia. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> kind of looks like Drake. It kind of does. <laughs> Probably at one of his 16-year-olds house, huh? Oh my god. <laughs> okay, I don't, I, don't, I don't think we have to watch the whole thing. <laughs> Come on, nice guy. Though. It's interesting. Is it? You like it? Look at you! You're, you can't get your eyes off yeah, the screen. <laughs> that's true. That's true. So why did he do it? What it's was he after? What was his goal? Dude, I don't know. But that I love that we live. That I love head. that we live in a world where everybody has a ring camera system installed into their front door. That doorbell must have tasted. Good. It looked like he knew it was there. Yeah, he yeah, was staring right into it. This, yeah. He's been hitting this spot for a while. <laughs> he's like, "Notice me! <laughs> Somebody like, say something!" Was that show? It's like my strange addiction or something. Yeah, yeah. Probably like <laughs> just looking doorbells. Yeah, just looking at my girlfriend over here. <laughs> yeah, dude, that shit's so creepy. Like, I saw I saw an episode where this dude was like in love with his car. Yeah, yeah. And he's that. like he's like telling his dad about his relationship so with his car. Couldn't be a girl. And his dad's like his dad just went. What did I do wrong? <laughs> oh my god. How about this one? Fuck. That's so oh cool. yeah. Eating a couch. I can't I can't do the eating ones. Those really make me feel gross. Are we just going down a YouTube trash hole right now? I leave my water not... somewhere. Is that kicking around? Is that right in front of you? And my addiction is drink out of the analogy. <sighs> Toss him a bottle. Oh there. What is this? Is she just eating her car? That's what it looks like. Nice. I just like to eat vehicles. <laughs> oh, there it is. Oh, there Ew, it man. Is. What a beaut. That's Over disgusting. 200 pounds of uh, couch cushion. 
How are her, how are her shits? That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> what are they like? Are like, her shits spongy or they are they just like? Suck up on the toilet water. Yeah. <laughs> Why are they just like suck water? up her like oh, okay. food juice? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> oh man! I'm so glad I didn't hear what you said. Do you guys have any strange addictions? Um, <laughs> do I have any strange addictions? We can be honest. We can be open um, and honest here. We're only live to the whole world. Uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, you know, like when you would get, uh, like you know, the wrappers of muffins. Yes, what is yeah. it? I would like chew on the. I would like ball the wrappers of the muffins up, and then I would just like chew on it. Oh, man, I wouldn't swallow shit. it, Did, like, but I would just chew it. Come out? Yeah, yeah, flavor would come yeah. out. It'd be like this juicy, yeah. ready cake. Yeah, yeah, that's called yeah. butter. Right, you're not allowed. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed. You were hot for the butter. <laughs> that's I think that's a strange addiction. Yeah, that's not really too strange. I wasn't really it's like a weird though. addiction. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird habit, because I was like... Strange time I want. You haven't crossed the line into strange. When do you cross the line into strange? I'm not sure. I think it's if you have to do it in private. My little brother would or take, don't give a fuck he would take uh, slices of Wonder Bread and he would mush them into a ball and then he would eat the ball. But he excuse me, yeah, I've he would that. eat the ball of Wonder Bread because he said it tasted better that way <laughs> than it did. Balls of Wonder Bread, great, like, just like eating all the shit that all his hand oil. Yes, Ew. that's probably, it's probably why like I loved slightly it. gray. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gross. You got any questions? Slightly gray. You got any? Any wonder, wonder balls? Any weird, <laughs> any weird addiction? You got yeah. them wonder balls, boy? Yeah. Got any wonder balls in those pockets? I think I got two. pockets run deep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know any, about any weird or strange addictions for me. I don't think I ever did anything I'll, fucked I'll up with, like that. I'll check with Rhonda about that I'm one. sure. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sure I'll get home and I'll start doing some really weird shit and I'll be like, oh, this is yeah. it. Uh, maybe I'll take note. I'll keep a journal around. Maybe not consciously. Yeah, that's, that's, that's true. <laughs> I just need something I, maybe to point I'm not, out. <laughs> I'm not aware that I've eaten 200 pounds of my, my couch foam. <laughs> I'm on my fifth Little Caesars today. <laughs> this ain't me. I'm not saying you do. <laughs> Alright, you, you guys want to wow. get back to you Mr. Really Brandon? Sidetrack <laughs> that conversation there, guys. I, I don't Jeez. know if you, you guys could put that all on me. Is yeah. that how like podcasts work? You just kind of like trail off into... Yeah, I mean, I I listen to like all kinds of podcasts, and like the ones, yeah, right. The ones that are my favorite are just kind of like it's like an organic conversation, yeah. you know, like people just chill and just talking, whatever. It feels like you're hanging out with a room of your friends. But then I also listen to ones that are like highly edited, and those are like kind of cool in the sense of like it's similar to like watching a TV show. They can only last an hour if they're like that. Yeah. Otherwise, it just gets. Annoying. Well, I mean, if you were going, like, the edited versions? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you were, to make an hour-long edited podcast, I assume you have to record for three hours to, like, get those those yeah. key chunks together, you know? Or they're just super OCD. They're like, this conversation will only last an hour. We're putting a timer yeah. on. We're cutting it on. We're cutting it off. Do you yeah. not listen to podcasts? Of course not. Really. Not really. <clears throat> um, like the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah. yeah, well, like, this is, like, kind of like a perfect example, yeah. like, Joe Rogan just like lets his go, you know. Yeah, they don't cut. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Like, I'm sure if like there's any like overtly like terrible shit that's said, it gets cut out. But for the most part, it just seems like a fluid conversation. Yeah, he flip flops though, pretty pretty heavily. Yeah, yeah. it depends. I think You're it depends really on the smart, guest. Dude. Yeah, really but smart. Yeah. Yeah. Out Very of his fucking mind. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I was looking at like a thumbnail of his yesterday, and it was like. 
uh, a black hole in a galaxy and his face just looks like absolutely perplexed <laughs> and i can only imagine like the content of the episode him yelling about being on dmt and yeah. how talking about apes the universe. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah or mushrooms yeah yeah either one of the two but yeah, yeah. i feel like podcasts have like that format <laughs> of either it's like an interview or it's just like a conversation it's like one of the two yeah yeah fair. yeah what do you I, guys prefer? I, I like this. This is cool. Like yeah. an interview slash conversation. Cool. Yeah, like we we want to know shit about you, but we don't want to make yeah. you feel weird by just grilling you yeah. the whole time. No, it's <laughs> totally cool. Yeah, yeah. that's why like, I don't get to talk a lot. Yeah, it's, it's or I like, don't talk a lot. It's kind of like catching say. up with an old friend or something. Yeah, yeah. Do you do a lot of press like with your band? Yeah, like we do do a lot of press and stuff. A lot of the time, it's like, like interviews and stuff. Kind of like standard questions and stuff it's never like yeah. like get to know you like down earth like real life talk what do they ask you like, like, what's where the do you get your ideas question? yeah where do you get your ideas from <laughs> what were you going for with this record? the worst question is like oh like where'd you get your band name it's like oh if you watch like any of our interviews you'll probably like hear right yeah that, like, i think that's the thing that kills me the most watching some uh let's say like e-news style like interviews where they ask shit like that and it's like you could have literally looked yeah. For 25 seconds and found the answer to that question. Yeah. Just being lazy. Wikipedia. Like, we all have Wikipedia. Yeah, exactly. How does it feel being on Wikipedia? <laughs> I don't even know if I'm, like, personally on Wikipedia. I tried to, like, Your name's on Google that. Home my, like, my How did mom. you say it? Who am how I? Did you, how did you ask no, your Google we're, we're Home? At, Who is Brandon Lockwood? <laughs> Alexa, who am I? <laughs> we're at Christmas and, like, you know how it has that game? It's, like, it'll guess the person that you're, like, thinking of. Yeah, you, like, give it, it, it will ask you yeah, things it's a and question. narrow it down. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there you are. So Brandon Lockwood, MMA fighter page. Dude, <laughs> what? You never told me this. <laughs> MMA fighter with the same name. This is so new. <sighs> so tell us about your favorite octagon experience. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tapology. Ooh. No wonder you like You're Joe one Rogan. One. Only took one loss. Hey. Oh, Brandon. Dude, you have changed since then. Look at those. Dude. Yeah. Those look like he some, looks like uh, a stick, dude. dude. You ain't one shit. Pick up your bag, man. You need to make what, more What website money. is this? <laughs> Tapology? Tapology. Suck, Maybe it's man. like a... Seems he's like from, uh, he's what, from what uh, is his, uh... California. What does his chess piece say there? I don't give a fuck if he's from California. Enhanced. Don't go hold you. He must be good. Lord forgive me. Lord forgive, <laughs> me. Lord forgive me for losing. We're <laughs> oh. not getting the bag. Yeah. This guy's going to show up here. <laughs> Dude, you see the door out there? He's not yeah. going to get through that. No, he's getting through that door. You see the ice field out there? He's not getting through Dude, we're in a garage. Yeah, welcome to Canada. <laughs> there you are. How does it feel? Brandon Lockwood. They need to add in guitar as well. Oh, yeah. Or you can yeah. just do oh, it. No, it's oh, yeah, guitar. I want to I get back to that. So, like, me too. Yeah, how'd that transition come about? Going from, like, bass to guitar? Was it just kind of like... Oh, like Mercedes is gonna just take on the vocalist role, and you're gonna do this, or is it gonna be, or is it gonna be more just kind of like they saw your drive and like playing guitar as well as bass, and they're like, hey, we could use that. Um, I think we've always kind of just talked about having some like diversity and stuff in the band, and like maybe like switching around instruments and like just like trying different things and. I think Sades is like super comfortable, comfortable just um, doing vocals, and there was like we talked about before. There's like a lot of like synth bass and stuff in those tracks, and a lot of production. So just kind of like made sense to like leave the bass in the tracks, and then I'll play guitar. She plays synth. Right. And, uh, yeah, I was kind of curious like how you guys have been incorporating that kind of stuff into your live performance because 
there, there's only three, but uh, like you listen to the studio recording, and there's a lot, a lot of stuff going yeah, on. Yeah, right? like Phoenix has grown a lot for uh, producing and stuff, and um, we we really like to incorporate that in like the tracks and tr- try to keep like the live set like still like rocking and heavy and like. Yeah get like the blood flowing kind of thing sure with um like a full band vibe even if the tracks are a little chill yeah cool just like kind of like a little um has a little more impact live sure sure because i mean like i i listening to synesthesia i'm like sounds like pretty dancey like i wonder if they kind of like keep this this vibe going yeah like if if they like crank the distortion and kind of like get a little more heavy-handed with it like, I play guitar in those, like, previous bands that I mentioned and stuff, and when they asked me to join the band, um, I kind of knew what was up, because they were like, um, hey, do you want to, like, come out and jam, but would you like to play bass? And I was like, oh, okay. Y'all yeah, think about kinda, it. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> see what's going on here. Were you excited when, when they came Oh, I was so you? excited, because I, I was, like, working at Zares for, like, Four years. Shout out yeah. to Zares. Yo, shout out to Loblaws. Sponsor. Maybe not anymore. <laughs> Seriously, like this one, this one tour, I got fucked out like five grand from Holy them because I I worked there for like four years, and um, we had this tour that was like about a month long, and they wouldn't like let me go, but the store was getting a buyout like around that time and like of course as soon as i get back like a month later they get the buyout but they made me quit before the tour so oh, i had to like so quit and i didn't get shit that <laughs> oh, yeah fuck, yeah it was kind of a big kick in the nuts but yo fuck you Zares. sounds like big business to me right? but anyways like yeah i was just like super excited because it was after like high school i was working at Zares. i didn't know what i was gonna do because i didn't want to go back to school and i wanted to play music and I knew how hard that was going to be and, like, didn't really have, like, a full-time band and stuff like that. So it was kind of just, like, super stressful. And then when I got that message, it was kind of, like, the whole world just, like, sure. changed around. Yeah. Were you at so. res since grade 9? No, actually, I started high school in Huron. And then halfway through, I um, moved to res. Why the switch? Uh, I mo- to be a moved out. And um, moved in with a friend and stuff. Yeah, apparently uh, you were also, I believe, in Mr. Houghton's music class, correct? Mr. Houghton, yes. At Huron? Yeah, it was. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, we we heard some some stories about that. We? uh, Yes. Yes. You were here. I was. (laughs) Uh, From from Adam Horrocks. Oh, from Horrocks, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I (laughs) was here. I love Romance here. Yeah, oh, dude, they're fucking incredible. Yeah, those guys are super nice. And Danger Like, I love it. I don't know who those guys are. Shout out, Danger Like. Shout out. I don't know who those guys are. Solid guys. So, so Christian did have some weird addictions. I just like to share. Um, Oh shit, Christ! He's he's doing research. Flynn's on the horn. So, he he did enjoy to wiggle his ears a lot. It's not not good, but he did sit on his mom's lap. I wasn't addicted to that. Really? Yeah, his mom said. Did you text his mom? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're tight. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. I, I'm her favorite. Thanks, Mom. Is she watching this right now? No, Should she's I at work. It? She's at work. Doesn't mean she's not watching. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Thanks, Devin. Sorry for derailing. Uh, oh, no, that's, that's totally all right. You're an ear wiggler, dude. 
Yeah, does can That's, anybody else wiggle their ears? I can't. I it's can more like it's more ears. like my whole scalp moves, but like the ears You're are like cheating, You're part. cheating. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I was always told I was a complete weirdo. That's that's weird. <laughs> Expand your face. Expand yeah. Your... Shit. Where were we? What were we talking about? Your ears. I I yeah. remember. <laughs> yeah, me neither, man. Resurrection. We we're talking yeah. about resurrection. Oh yeah. Did you have fun at that school? I did. Really? I really did loved you? going to res. What? It was cool. Uh, well, just because kind of like moved out and I was with my friend and I had like a lot of friends there and it was just like an easy transition. So we would like screw, screw around like oh, fuck so, time. Okay. And it was just like a lot of going to Grand Bend and going to the beach. Hell so yeah. you, yeah. Yeah. you enjoyed yeah, feel, the people It was like the, yeah, the, yeah. Well, the time you spent or the, the time you should have spent in school at Resurrection was yeah. the time you enjoyed the most. I kind of fi- found, like, uh, school fairly easy, though. So, like, yeah. I felt like I didn't have to go all the time to, like, be able to Yeah, I was kind of in the same boat. I didn't really yeah. go and... Like, I, just, I, I still had, like, high marks by. by the end, even though, like, <laughs> didn't go a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was kind of, like, this interesting thing. Like, once I sort of figured out how the grading systems worked, I'm like, well, why would I go every day? Yeah. I'll just go in the last couple weeks and I'll just... Smash off my it parents. Out. I also <laughs> my parents didn't care. I also think I didn't, I didn't give Not them really. my like mom's fuck? number when I switched over, so like they didn't really call anyone when I was like. Out. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna let any high schooler out there in on a little secret, and this is what I did. I had called the phone company and got them to forward the if the school called my house phone, it would get forwarded to my cell phone, and I would just answer. And pretend to be my father. Why wouldn't you? You're an evil <laughs> genius. <laughs> Dude, that is fucking smart. Yeah, I'm not trying to get in shit. <laughs> Neither was I. I go to school. <laughs> God damn. Uh, yeah, those were definitely dope times. Dope? Yeah. yeah I wish I knew that. Emphasis on the dope, huh? I yeah, so uh, next time you're in high school, make sure. Yeah, I'm going your back actually forwarded. this year. Oh, really? September. Yeah. Do you want to talk about it? <laughs> Let's just move on. <laughs> Um, do you have any, like, yeah. really dope tour stories or anything like that? Oh, man. Let's do it again. Best and worst. Best tour Yo, story. Yeah. Worst give it tour to story. us. Yeah. We got this cool like I want to hear about, like, cool <laughs> restaurants you went to, cool experiences you've had, like, favorite places you went to. All right. I want to hear about that. We've all just been pent up in KW. We got to live vicariously through you. Hey, yeah. not me, dude. <laughs> it's like, um... Shit. We got that question a lot and then when you're on the spot you're like fuck I, we talk about so many and right. like just like reminisce about tour and shit and like when the question comes up we're like uh I have no fucking oh, there, okay okay, yeah, okay to make it easy that. then was there like somewhere you got some grub that just blew your oh, fucking mind because i feel like everybody in like, prague we can all get on the same page with some food you were touring in prague? oh man yeah it's we're in europe sick. had a day off in prague and Went and got this, like, pickled herring. If you guys like fish, it was, like, phenomenal. Like, I still think about it to this day. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Was Was it, like, local fish or whatever? Yeah, Yeah, it was just... Yeah, it was kind of at this, like... There's a fish market here. (laughs) Oh, yeah, we're right next door. Go to the bathroom sometimes. It smells like fish. Yeah, Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, I thought that was you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I think some days, too. (laughs) 
Um, yeah. Well, was it like was the this food like recommended to you, or you um, kind of just explored? I think we just like looked it up, and it was just like had like really good radiance, and we walked like super far in the cold, and it, so we're like we're in Prague, like I don't care if I get frostbite, just right. like, walk around. It was like super cold though, and we had a good time. Awesome. It was, yeah, it was nuts. What's like? Uh, do you have like a particularly bad experience? Uh, things getting lost living off of like cheese sandwiches or some yeah. shit like that we we haven't been like too down and out yeah. before like the band is decently well that we're not like roughing it like the old days or something yeah. like that you guys are like, like in a van with yeah. like a hitch on the yeah, back yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, we're not, it was well pretty we're not funny, like pretty funny when we were talking to romance yeah, yeah. they were like yeah. they were like telling us that they were living off of like one dollar cheese quesadillas from like yeah. taco bell uh, yeah. <laughs> like don't get me wrong i've been there before yeah. many That's times because he was vegan oh is that right. was that the reason i, I thought so. they were all yeah, eating ben like was, equally cheap ass food though no i think it was because he's vegan he just ate the plainest stuff Oh, interesting. <laughs> that was really hard to get out of my mouth. <laughs> yeah, that sounded kind of weird. What's the, what's the worst food you've had on tour? Uh, worst food? Burger then, King. You know, just those, like, shitty-ass bread sandwiches that are come in, like, a tray. Oh, like, yeah, Like, the little, yeah, like, yeah. triangle things. Yeah, like, yo, they're so fucking like, dry and nasty. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And I, I'm not, like, a big fan of just, like, bread. Right. Like, white bread. Like, yeah. Like Fuck toast bread. or like a baguette or of some sort, but I hear if you take a regular bread and you crumple it up into a ball, <laughs> get your hands sweat all over. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I, I I I I actually yes. like, you know when when somebody dies and you have to go to a funeral, but like there's like a the whole like salad. spread planned, and yeah, there's there's like egg salad sandwiches, but yeah. yeah, they're all like those triangle cut sandwiches, and the whole time you're sitting in the funeral. You're kind of upset. You're like, I don't. I didn't really know this guy, but I'm just here for the sandwiches. And then you go to the end, and they're those dry ass, piece of shit Wonder Bread corner cut sandwiches. And you're like, fuck. I just sat next to a dead body for two hours for this shit. All I thought was this fucking Jeez. sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> Respect shit, the dead of it, man. You're like, this guy lives in Karen. I got a little aggressive, dude. Sucks. No, I don't know. My, so, my aunt's dead over yeah. here, but these sandwiches <laughs> fucking sandwich, suck, yeah. man. No, I don't know. I have like this weird perspective on funerals. Yeah, uh, it, I work, it shows. I work with a lot of Jamaican dudes, and they're like, you also Caucasian, cut up meat. Caucasian funerals are fucking bullshit. He's like, you guys are so depressing. You have the worst times. Everybody's crying. You're all wearing black. He's like a Jamaican funeral. We're playing Everybody's fucking twerking. PlayStation. We're drinking rum. We're roasting fucking chicken on an open. Spit. Oh, it's a legit celebration. Yeah, yeah. Like, like they're okay. having a party. Like yeah. they're renting like nice ass that. cars. Like having that. a good ass time. That's how I want my funeral to be. I want to be made into, like, a guitar. Really? Like, ground down and, like... Mm-hmm. Like, have you thought guitar. about this before? Yeah. Like, what kind of guitar? I don't... Like a like a Les Paul or something, you know? It's like... Cool. Your buddy's like, I'm gonna go play Lockwood for a bit. It's just... Channeling <laughs> <laughs> my Lockwood! Uh, do you think you'd yeah. be a particularly nice-sounding guitar? I think so. I think I would be. I feel like I'd sound rickety. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just be out of tune all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Things would just break off. Yeah, just an old dilapidated piece of shit. Yeah. Oh yeah, like I feel like you should celebrate the life opposed to just. Yeah, it like, feels weird to me to like get all down where I'm like this. This was an awesome person, yeah. and we're gonna the the last time we're really all gonna get together for them 
is going to be the saddest, shittiest time ever. In a room just crying. Yes, <laughs> dude. It's so fucking bizarre. Yeah. Yes, it, it is. One thing I don't get to is, like, the open casket. That creeps me out. Yeah. It's like, that's uh-huh. really hard to deal with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when, when my great-grandmother passed away, um, she had an open casket funeral, and my dad was like, okay, do you want to go, like, say your last goodbyes? And him and I walk up together. And uh, we're, like, standing beside the coffin, and he just goes, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, what? And he was like, open casket. It's kind of weird. And he, an he, episode of Seinfeld? He, he, yes, <laughs> yes, dude. He, he literally sounded like Larry David. And he, he looks at my great-grandmother's dead body, and he goes, see you, see you later. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a silent place with a George thing. Oh, man. What did you do? I just broke down laughing because, like, uh, I, up in, up till that point, I still I thought funerals were weird, but like I put on the whole like act because like the rest of my family is really upset. I'm like, I, I guess, guess I, I gotta be cry. upset too, you know? Like, well, it doesn't look real either. You like look, you're like looking at the open casket, and you're like, and they're all done up in makeup yeah, and like, oh, imagine that being your weird. job. Oh right. my god, that's so fucking weird. I, now, now, I think it would be dope. If they put like crazy expressions on their face, googly well, eyes, you can pay for that or something. <laughs> Hell yes. <laughs> They're like, well, how do you want them to re- be remembered? Yeah, some googly like, well, eyes on evil. grandma. It's like just have them cast like this, throwing up devil horns. Like, Come on, man. Can I see that whiteboard. Hey, that's pretty sick. Here we go. What's going on? Where the fuck did this come from? Stupid, crazy. Here we go. We're gonna play Pictionary here. We got a new segment. Yeah, right raise that to- shit. No, I'm just gonna. For all the audio it's listeners, it's a jackal. Uh, Lock, Lockwood's uh, erasing the whiteboard. He's he's about to lay down wow, some this... ink here. Dude, you are it's so artistic. Special, actually. You gotta write a song. It's nothing special. Uh oh, this is getting serious. Oh, uh, he he's asking for a, <laughs> a refreshment top up. You can. We can just get up and make drinks. Oh, we're about to take a yeah, break I think we're I think we're oh, at about right. an hour, so we we can yeah. take a quick little break. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in a few minutes, guys. I kind of like this. Thank you. Hello, hello. Hi. Welcome back. back to episode ten of the Ape Audio Podcast. We're sitting down with uh, Brandon Lockwood, and we're just gonna get right into it because I want to talk about some of his uh, musical endeavors and knowledge and shit. But he's got a little story. Uh, about a time that him and his mother spent in oh, Las yeah. Vegas. Yeah, I actually just got a text. That's a weird like... sentence to say, but very. Things <laughs> <laughs> just shouldn't go. That's a weird sentence to hear. <laughs> yeah, my mom's husband just texted me. He's like, "Tell the tour story about your mom in Vegas and stuff." So, I guess I'll tell the tour story. But um, we played Vegas for the first time, and my mom was there. Um, for work or something, and um, she messed up the show. Work or something? Yeah, is that what everyone says when they go to conference? Vegas? I'm here for work or something. Yeah, but so she came to the show and we all hung out. And I guess my mom has never done like a tequila shot. Okay. So I was oh, like, damn. let's get some Patron and we'll start the night off right. And so we did, and um, the. Like, long story short, I guess, these tequila shots kept coming, and we ended up at a nice little um, club. <laughs> a gentleman's club? Uh, yeah, a gentleman's <laughs> club. And it was, 
It wasn't as weird as you think. <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> this but, sounds pretty crazy. I feel like tequila breaks walls down. But so I... <laughs> it was like it was more of like <laughs> my mom is there like looking out for me too. It's like she's no good for you. That one's bad. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, as these girls are coming up and hitting on me. Uh, it was just like kind of a weird fun time in Vegas, but <laughs> uh, they got tired and went to bed. And I met up. Was with... your mom chucking bills too? No, nah, no, nah, she didn't go that crazy. She's <laughs> she's, she's like still back, being respectful. She was like back enjoy, enjoying like a bowl of pasta while you're like out getting bowl wild. Of pasta. I don't know if she's gonna <laughs> kick my ass for telling the story, but um, she can blame Stan on that one. That's really funny. But yeah, they That's went to funny. bed and actually uh, me and the girls stayed up until probably like 6 a.m. on Fremont Street and there was no one there at the end and it was so weird to see like Vegas with nobody there. Yeah, I feel like empty. that'd be eerie. And, like, I feel like I played a video game about that like, before. Yeah. Well, like some crazy <laughs> shit probably could have happened but you weren't really thinking about that. Well, it sounds like some crazy shit yeah. kind of did happen. Yeah. yeah. That is pretty <laughs> fucking crazy. That's kind of wild story. <laughs> That's really funny. That's uh, that's kind of strange. You don't like that? I don't know, man. You want to go? To, you want to go? There I don't know. Do you, I, mom, I, I assume you have so. that kind of relationship with your mom, where she's like more of your friend now that you're like grown up. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, that was kind of like the thing growing up. Like my parents always kind of like let me do my thing, or like let me figure stuff out on my own, mm-hmm. and like except choosing the women at the fucking gentlemen's club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this one girl like tried to like say she was Coolio's wife. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah. Did you believe her? No. Did we, she look we, like We Coolio's all called wife? her out on it. it yes. Like, <laughs> How does Coolio's wife look like? Well, I feel like Coolio's Coolio might have dead. several wives. Oh, oh that, that's not cool. Well, she died in 2000, so maybe I don't we should get, possible. Maybe we should uh, talk about death today. Yeah, and I don't want to get <laughs> into this anymore. You guys all looked at me like I'm a weirdo. Maybe that girl is just like... Super evil. Cause maybe you saw maybe it's just Coolio spelt say. different. <laughs> maybe she was a ghost. Oh. oh. Do you believe in ghosts? Do I believe in ghosts? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Okay. This is a perfect segue. Yeah. So, you guys, you guys, you guys put yes. out your remission video, right? Oh, yeah. And you're, like, fucking around with a Ouija board and shit in the video. And there's, like, a little ghost man running around in a sheet. And then I wanted to ask if, if you have any paranormal experiences or if you believe in ghosts or if you think it's all a bunch of bullshit. Also, what did the, the Ouija board say in the video? <laughs> I think we were spelling out. Uh, what do you mean remission. spelling out? It okay. was spelling it out. Yeah. Come on. It was spelling yeah, it's, out. It's spelled remission. out a audio podcast. Yeah. No, come to Brazil. February 12th. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Get the <laughs> um, Have you experienced any paranormal oh, yeah, encounters yeah. ever in your lifetime? No. Or maybe like, on set. Or maybe right now. No, I wouldn't say I have, personally. Do people um, close to you that have? Yeah, actually my mom told me the story that um, she lived in this house in Toronto when she was a kid. And um, I guess she, in the room she was sleeping in, she would hear this like baby crying like every night. And, like, no one kind of, like, believed her, and it was kind of just like, oh, whatever. And then, I guess, my uncle stayed in the room one night, and he heard it, and, like, no one believed it. I forget how the story ends, but I think my grandma ended up staying in, and she saw, like, people in the doorway of, um, or, like, yeah, just, like, faces in the doorway, and, like, really freaked them all out. And then they later found out that there was, like, 
a fire in that building and like a baby died in like that room that's so, fucked up so, that's fucked up so i don't know what to believe that's kind of yeah i'm kind of like in, in this weird zone with it as well where like i haven't experienced anything i want to say it's all just bullshit because like i i'm the type of person that wants to see these things like firsthand but i've had like family members tell me like some really like vivid and visceral stories where i'm like i trust you <laughs> yeah, I so I don't, I don't know how to feel about this I anymore. I really have like a strong opinion. Yeah, about yeah. It. It's not like I just like watching Zach Baggins Ghost Adventures because that shit's hilarious. <laughs> Zach Baggins Ghost Adventures. Yeah, it's like this television show where this like absolute meathead just goes hunting down ghosts. Sounds like you really appreciate him, huh? It's just a huge joke. Like if you guys have never seen it, just watch well, an episode. I think any of those like laugh. ghost shows are kind of. Like huge joke anyways. yeah yeah well this guy specifically so like he's got like a faux hawk he's like yoked out like huge and he's always just like yelling at the ghost he's like come on ghost come on scratch me see what happens <laughs> oh come on you want to start some shit <laughs> does anything ever happen no never well uh, of course like through the editing I oh want... yeah uh, Devin's bringing up a picture of uh, I want to see... Zach Baggins right now Damn, he looks tough. Yo. Oh, get the happy smile one. Oh, that's good. <laughs> How crazy Jesus. does that fucking guy look? I want to see a video Scott of this. Jersey Shore. We well, can watch them after. Yeah. Um, oh, right there. Right, yep, that's the one. Ooh. Filming today like this. <laughs> what the? Yeah, that's Zach Baggins, nice. boys. Ghost Adventures. Shout out. Um, <laughs> so well, Shout well, out to my boys in well, Ghost Well, we were on our little break... Um, I told Lockwood that I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, getting signed to, um, well, I guess you're not signed at all. <laughs> you're working as a free agent. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Uh, yeah, well, there's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh, the girls um, got signed to Warner when they were like 16. Mm-hmm. That was before I was in the band. That's right. pretty huge. And um, when I joined the band, um, they were still under contract and stuff, so there was really no like point of me... like signing kind of thing and they already have like kind of an investment with the, our management and stuff right. like that so it just kind of like worked out better just to be like a free agent sure for now and yeah it just made more sense yeah it just made more sense and so although you never got signed i'm sure you get to see like a lot of the semantics that goes oh yeah i'm still part of the band like, yeah of course know, of course like, yeah. is, is there anything every... you want to talk about like the cool behind the scenes like you get to go to like cool production studios you get to meet lots of cool or like people. anything you, about yeah. the industry that like surprised you because now you guys are secrets. you know well, you guys are on Warner uh, which is a pretty well they're pretty huge labels so yeah, like, I'm sure you guys find your way crawling into certain avenues of the industry that you may not have expected or something yeah totally like it's um the industry is like kind of like a small world in the sense that like there's like most people know like everyone mm-hmm. kind of thing you see like a lot of the same people like at certain events and stuff and we have like a warner team that like will come out to events with us and like hang out and like uh, introduce us to people and like you know just stuff like that like spotify parties are really cool yeah i've seen some photos from when you guys were at spotify parties and yeah Yeah. didn't you guys get one hosted for your release um yeah i think it was kind of like a co thing like we were part of this release okay okay i'm not sure if i was it was like a long time ago it's just vague in yeah my memory. how many people go to these spotify parties yeah a couple hundred or 100 people we're not uh, sure it depends how um, dope is it 
It's pretty dope. <laughs> that sounds yeah, dope. it's pretty dope. A lot of times it's like open bar and then there's like catering and stuff. There's cool, like DJ man. playing. Just triangle triangle sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> like better than triangle sandwiches. Uh-huh. Like, uh-huh. They, they got better than triangle sandwiches? Rice yeah. Crispins. Wow, that's fucking crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right? <laughs> I don't know if I want to know how good that is. Once you get a taste of it, it's hard to go back there. <laughs> Going back to triangle sandwiches. Yeah. Um, well, what are like some of the cool people you met? Have you met like anybody that you really yeah, idolized or other than us of actually course. like yeah um a lot of times on like warp tour and stuff um because it's like a big tour a lot of bands are on it and was a big tour. not was, anymore r.i.p yep and, you guys um, played the last year of warp tour right uh the second last year oh, okay well we played toronto for the last year and i really wanted to meet a lot like birds mm-hmm. like um the first time we're on Warped Tour. And I actually met them, like, as soon as we picked up our bandwagon. They were picking up theirs at the same time, so I got to shoot the shit with them. That's cool. Oh, cool. And then, like, I ended up, like, hanging out with them, like, all summer. And Dope. It was just, like... Isn't it cool. weird when you you run into somebody that you idolize, or a band that you... Even just, like, a band that you listen to all the time. Yeah. And they're just, like, just as down-to-earth as you are? Yeah, well, you don't know what to expect, right? Because these people can be, like... Could I be like a total fucking asshole right? sure. and someone that you don't want to meet, and which kind of sucks because then your perspective about their music changes. Yeah, it's know, always it's oh, it, know, what do they always say? Like uh, you don't want to meet your heroes or something. Your like that. Idols kind yeah. of thing, but from uh, touring around like in other countries, have you guys ever crossed paths with another band that you may have liked or wanted to meet, but they're playing at maybe like a different venue or whatever, and oh, then you yeah. kind of like meet up. And you're like, whoa, like. And then they're like, well, and then, you know, there's a little, it's like, cool a little party. Yeah. yeah, a little, little, little party on the streets. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of the time, um, you see, like, bands that you want to tour with that are, like, maybe a few days ahead of you. Like, you'll see the uh, tour poster, like, at the venue that you're playing at or something like that. Like, I really want to tour with Circus Survive, like, Aww, so badly. Like, Anthony Green's, like, a legend in my eyes, and I, th- I just, like, really want to, like, meet that dude and, like, just shoot the shit with them and stuff. That's sick. And, um... Yeah, like, you, um, some bands that, like, we have been on tour with and have, like, relationships with and, like, are good friends, like, if we get, like, we went to the UK last, or a few tours ago, and, uh, we played a festival t- called 2000 Trees, and we saw, like, our friends in Boston Manor there, and we were on tour with them on, like, Warp Tour, so, like, you kind of, like, reconnect, like, right, cool. we were just on tour with As It Is, they played Toronto yesterday. So the girls went to go hang out and see them. So. I can only imagine it's like when you, you get invited along to like a party and you're like, I don't know if I know anybody here, but then your buddies show up and you're like, hell yeah. Right. Okay, <laughs> we, we can fucking yeah. get down. I, I know what it is. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah, it, tours, we're all on the same grind, right? Like, yeah. We're all doing the same shit. So everyone's like, you guys all get along pretty well and take yeah. care of each other. Well, like, you hold on to the people that, like, you work well with, right? Sure. And, like, people that are down earth and you can connect with, like, you keep in touch. Like, I was even um, FaceTiming um, Thomas from Too Close to Touch. Like, after Warped Tour, we'd, like, just, like, That's FaceTime cute. and, like, blaze together and shit, you know? Just, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, like, just That's shit like awesome. that. Because he's awesome. in, like, fucking middle of America or something. Right, right. Yeah. Um... Well, is is there anything you wanna anything else you wanna touch on with your music? I wanna like, I wanna dig a little bit into Lifeline. 
as well. Uh, I'm just like producing and trying to write and Yeah, you, you know. said you were you were working on some like hip hop and trap beats and yeah, stuff like that. Just like some chill out trap, maybe some like heavy trap. I'm trying to like um fuck with like different genres and just like kind of like see what I can mix in from what I already know and like what I've learned and like just like always kind of growing with producing like every time I sit down for like 12 hours on my computer or something like learn fucking a bunch of shit and then I'm like oh fuck like go back and fuck with stuff I worked with before and it's just like constant battle you know do you do you think it will be something that um affects you in like a positive manner where so I think you said you were getting into Ableton right yeah um, um do you think it'll be good to like understand like really on a deep level how that DAW works and then when you pop over into the studio you might like have a different sort of insight into uh how your records are being produced and stuff like that yeah like absolutely even like recording with different producers and stuff like we recorded with David Bendith he's like a well-known producer to like Paramore and like of Mice and Men and stuff like that like I, I learned like so much from that guy just from like a week of being in his studio he kind of just like remolded how I play bass and like how I look at playing bass and how to just like really get behind the beat and like or wherever just like down to like the millisecond of like listening to it right so like just like pick up stuff as you go and just like learn from your mistakes and just try to like better yourself just like with anything in life right? yeah for sure right. I feel like it would be like just a fucking crazy awesome experience to have somebody like that who would see hundreds thousands of bass players come through and he knows like the best way to bring the best out of you and then he can kind of just lay that that knowledge that you wouldn't necessarily be able to get otherwise that was half of a synesthesia was at his studio and it was like it's kind of like boot camp for recording and he like do you want to run us through like a day of like he's like kind of like He's got, like, a psychology degree and shit, too, right? So he just, like, breaks you down mentally and, like, try to make you cry and, like... That doesn't sound very like, fun. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, like, in a it's way... It's good to cry sometimes, In a way man. that'll, like, make you a better musician. And just kind of, like, if you're not strong enough to, like, keep it together as a band or hold it together, you're not going to make it, right? Definitely. So it kind of just, like, toughens you up and realize what you need to do, what you need to make better, and, like, what you need to focus on, right? Kind of just put everything in the perspective like right out in front of you instead of like searching for years to figure out what you're doing wrong or like oh, trial and error yeah and for shit, sure right? you, you just got like this this yeah. dude who's kind of like a catalyst you well, know like, I've it's been like, like okay well, you're, you're gonna experience like his like 30 20 30 years in the industry mm-hmm. in uh, a series of weeks for yeah. your recording session exactly right? and so, I've, I've been like messing with like programs for like many years and shit right and mm-hmm. Now I just feel like I'm getting to the point where I've, like, learned enough that I'm, like, getting more comfortable to, like, maybe start, like, releasing some stuff. Cool. Sure. Like, Do you think you'll start putting that kind of stuff into music with Courage My Love? Um, yeah, like, I want to, like, kind of f- focus a lot of that into, like, more of Courage My Love style and see if the girls like it or we can use it or, like, anything that we can use because I'm totally open to that like, yeah, I mean, like, like going out and, though, right? yeah, going out and reaching for different elements and aspects of 
other music that you're listening to and then bringing it back to like base camp is yeah kind of where you see a lot of artists start to f- yeah it's totally. like really flourish and like pull off like artistic masterpieces kind of like stuff that you've never really heard before well i just like love doing it right and it's something to like occupy my mind and like stop it from racing like 24 7 and it's just like it's a good escape and like i said like music was number one in my world and that bubble so it kind of like i don't see an end of like music for me you know because like i'm always just like doing that too right? right and it's like i just like i never get scared that it's gonna die for me or like i'm gonna like lose it in any way because I'm always kind of just like working on stuff even if I'm not like releasing it or showing people or anything because it's like in the end it's for me it makes me happy like I like it I like to listen to it and like that's what people say like if you like it chances are other people like it as well yeah for sure so I'm getting more like comfortable with myself to be able to like show other people what I've been doing and stuff like that the problem that I have is like I don't release music for so long that I just get uncomfortable trying to share my projects with other people yep. it feels super weird but i feel like if you just keep pushing projects out that just get more comfortable with everything i feel like i trust like i've always kind of trusted my instincts like i always like listen to myself on like I'm, like really like find myself really street smart opposed to like like more wisdom than knowledge in a way i'm just like going through so much and like ups and downs and like learning curves and doing stupid shit to like just like you learn from all those experiences right and you kind of just like um you want to be a better person so you kind of like use that to form yourself into this better person i think that's kind of like where i'm at now like i did a lot of dumb shit and stupid shit and like stuff that people would be like holy fuck like that's kind of crazy um to go into like just being like person who i am right like knowing all this stuff and being knowledgeable and just having like wisdom and like life experience you know i, th- I think you're kind of you you have positioned yourself in like a brilliant way you know like uh i think we're all aware that there was like some crash course life being lived yeah. early for all of us and then we're all kind of just over that shit, you know, yeah. but we're not that old by any means. So we, we have like these years of experience and like wisdom going on that not a lot of our peers have at this level yet. Or they're just starting to experience it. Right or you, or yeah. they're just starting yeah. to experience it and they don't know how to handle it. And we already went through boatloads of fucking chaos and bullshit. Yeah. And it's better I don't to experience know. it young. Yeah. Hell yeah. Like I, I've had people say to me like many times that I, I seem like wise beyond my years and like uh i don't want to be cliche or anything but real recognize real and like i can see that in you <laughs> like yeah, you guys that's, as that's well, such a know. cliche yeah, like, <laughs> realize 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 <laughs> always like built it up from being younger though too like just like super angsty as a teenager and stuff and like just like you know like super into nirvana and just like really depressing ass shit and, yeah like, just like stuff that like you know, like you just hate everything and start smoking and drinking, just kicking ass. I, I feel like we kind of live in like ass. the perfect area to let that yeah. shit thrive, though. Like the city, the the tri cities aren't quite big enough that you're a nobody, but they're not small enough that you can just like, I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> 
Um, yeah. Well, that's cool. That's dope. If if you're if you're releasing projects, you should let us know. We can. Uh, wow. Yeah, totally. We'll have you on again as we'll a yeah. new entity. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you yeah, have like a do you have like an alias or anything maybe. you would go under? Yeah, I do. Trap hard. Just, uh, but um, I don't. Know, <laughs> I, I, I still, <laughs> still don't know what I'm like kind of doing with it, right? Yeah. It's just like still deciding and like. Well, I want to hear the alias. You're not gonna get off. The name is so. F- so difficult to think yeah, of. Yeah, I've actually had this name s- since, like, decided since, like, 2014 or something. Damn. I uh, kind of just, like... What is it? Like, writing a lot. What is it? It's called, uh, Patterns in Panic, but, uh... Um, That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. But, like, <laughs> P-I-X-P. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. I'd click on that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just, I wrote, I write, like, a lot in kind of, like, a journal or, like books or whatever just writing lyrics or thoughts or whatever do you um, uh do you go back to those ever um i try not to yeah but um it's like i write down I've, a ton of shit and then if i go back and read it i'm like this is so i try not to like show people brutal. either but like sometimes i get in the mood and i kind of like want to know what like people think about it and stuff so like i'll like let somebody read it and then like they'll like, cry or calls. like you know it's I just could like never fucking do that just like something and, and it's like really tense like well i have to be drinking but, <laughs> yeah. yeah but yeah i don't know it's just like making somebody cry from like your inner feelings and emotions it's just like it's super heavy too because you're like like i'm sorry <laughs> it's not, not, not that you're like sorry but you're like i want to cry like you know yeah, it's like yeah, yeah. this is how i feel it's like if that affects you like i'm feeling it pretty deep myself yeah you know? it's, it's, like, it's always strange to me when i I'll keep this in like music terms strictly, but when you talk to somebody and they haven't come across that album or song or something that like brought them to tears, you know, or like brought them just like such a flood of emotion where they just like, they don't understand that they've never experienced that. I feel like you're missing out on like a huge chunk of life. If you can't, you can't empathize with somebody else or recognize somebody else's situation and apply that to your own life in like such a crazy way. I was gonna say too, like, um, like growing up and even like grade grade school to high school and stuff. Like, I was reading like a lot. It's like super into the band thing, right? And just like following bands, all the biographies and shit. Like, read like a lot of crazy stuff, and I felt like scar tissue is kind of like yes. my bible in a way. And like my life kind of ended up like a lot of that shit kind of like turned out for me. But like I think it was because I kind of just like super engulfed into this book and like just like shit like that like it's interesting um, that you bring that up because right when you were saying you 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 show somebody something that you've written and it's like brought them to tears i was thinking of when uh anthony kiedis um well, well when the chili peppers manager comes across one of anthony kiedis's poetry books and reads under the bridge yeah. and like the chili peppers had never really like done anything like that emotionally heavy up until that point and he's like you got to put this out and anthony's like it's not us like i don't i don't want to and he's yeah. like you have to put this out like that's kind of a, like what i'm feeling with my stuff lately too is just like just gotta like trust myself and like you know like just say fuck it and like if they were more done like i'm by no means like a good vocalist and that's kind of something that I, i've been working on because i want to be and like i want to apply that to what i'm doing so I'm kind of just, like, struggling with that or, like, practicing that so I'm able to, like, fully 
create what I want to create from what I'm feeling, right? Or, like, what's in my head and, like, the music that I'm hearing. Do you get any help from uh, Mercedes in that where, like, with singing? Like, you were asked? Or Um, yeah, to keep that to yourself? She gave me, like, a few, like, vocal lessons, like, like, a long time ago. But, like, everyone's busy, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I don't know. Auto-tune. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it seems a big thing nowadays. I don't think I need to be good. <laughs> I, uh, I definitely feel, like, really similar to that. Like, there there's tons of ideas that I write down in my phone or, like, in, in little notebooks and shit at home. And, like, I'm, like, proficient enough that I can make my own music. I can play guitar. I can play, like, drums okay and, like, shit. And it's just, like, the, the missing component is I can't sing worth shit, and I don't think I'll ever be able to do it, but... Do you think it's because you don't try it? Oh, I try. You, you, you <laughs> hey, man. actually give it a yeah. The old college try. try. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I could give it a better try. You yeah, guys can sit I, around while I belt shit out at you all. Do it. This is the place. That's true. Um, I could probably give it a better try myself. It's yeah, I think it's just one of those things where it's like I don't want to hurt anybody's fucking ears because like, or hurt myself for yeah. them having to listen. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. also like, the whoa. human voice, right? It's the thing that we all know, like the most right so like yeah. when you hear your own voice or somebody else's like you're super sensitive to it that's why lyrics mean so right. much in music and that's why they're so in the front in the focal point i feel like when you're learning how to sing you're even more harder on yourself because you're like i don't want to hear myself talk on a microphone like oh, playback yeah, yeah. let alone sing and you're just like it, it's almost like you yeah, it's, avoid it's really it hard to let go of that like that like ego and just be like I'm just gonna fucking do this, you know. I, I think, think like, playing acoustic shows helps in, like, like an old like '90s video camera or something. Yeah, like, yeah. Listen to yourself talking, and you're like, "Holy fuck, is that what I sound like?" Well, we yeah. like, like doing oh this God. podcast when we go back to edit it. We were forced to listen to ourselves. Yeah. And we try to do it, or at least when I was editing the audio files and stuff, I was trying to do it in a way where I was like Only skipping past my shit, and I'm like <laughs> listening to these guys, and I'm like, they sound so good. Like, why can't I sound that good? And then. They listen to themselves. They're like, "Those two sound so good. Why can't I?" Yeah, we'll be in group chat being like, "I hate my voice. I hate my voice. I hate my voice." But I think we've all gotten over that. Yeah, yeah, for the most part, it's still because you don't deal with it anymore. It's still jarring. I think that's the thing about being a vocalist too. Is like once you do it for like a certain amount of time, you don't even like you get used to your own voice. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just getting over that that little hump. But I think once you can kind of hone in, I don't know this personally because I'm not a vocalist. But I feel like you are, dude. No. I feel like once you can like hone in on being like somewhat of a vocalist, it opens up like this whole like gateway of being more personal with creating music. Cause like there are chord progressions and stuff like that and melodies that can evoke certain emotions. We all know major and minor and like if you want to kind of scratch the surface, but I feel like when you kind of become somewhat of a singer where you start singing songs and you start kind of getting more into the intricacies of actually singing it's like you kind of feel it a lot more you feel like the lyrics it's not just like listening to it and being like oh shit like i connect with this like you sing it and if it's a song that means something to you it's more of like that yeah after you're done you're like holy shit like it's more of that kind of the emotion behind it yeah I I, i guess like when you're you're writing your own thoughts and poetry and songs or whatever like you can't just give that to somebody else to let them sing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? exactly. I've yeah. never had a diary personally. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or any sort of like, and, you know, th- like, maybe call uh, it I've never like written my thoughts down or anything where I look back on it or. I usually just, I'll, I'll, like I'll, mostly I'm just writing shit down on my phone like all the time. Because like I, my, my mind is just 
constantly fucking racing. So it's like, I'll stumble across a thought. I might think it's good in the moment. If I don't write it down, I'm going to have, like, forgotten it. Oh, no, things like that, like, musical ideas, where I'll be like, cool idea for a song title, or, like, whatever, like, I'll do that, or, like, cool musical idea, but it's never, like, today was blah, 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 I did this and that. I don't think anybody's fucking writing that shit down. It feels so different. Today was suck. Today yeah, was really sucky six. day. <laughs> feels so different to, getting it out on a piece of paper. Nope, nope, no, no, I was not going to say that at all. Shout Dude. out to all the babies tuning take into it, the podcast. Take it easy there, Drake. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, two shots. <laughs> I have no idea who that is. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Oh, man. Six. What? 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 Yeah. Um, Give it to well, me, yeah, Christian. That's really dope. It's dope to hear that you're you're working on your own personal stuff too, because I feel like that could really elevate like what you're doing with courage my love as well um speaking of working on your own shit how do you feel i feel great (laughs) 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 fucking guy um you have your own clothing brand lifeline supply co and i think you make some really dope shit thanks dude i can see it right now it's not technically my own i have my two two bros yashka right Sawatsky and Jeff Shu okay on board and Yashka is a phenomenal designer and it actually like really worked out because he was in school for designing and um, like we all had this idea to have lifeline we all wanted kind of like a clothing line and like just it was kind of just like a dream of ours like growing up too like I remember being like 14 and drawing these like really shitty shirts like even drew the shirts uh, in pen and like it's like no time put into it at all but it was just like basically a board of all these like shirt ideas when I was like 14 and I think I still have it somewhere it's just like it's funny to look at yeah for sure but like so like we all kind of like sat down and just like hashed out ideas and like a direction of like possibly actually like making this happen because we all know like Yashka was a like, phenomenal designer and we're like there's no reason we can't make this happen kind of thing so like hashed out a name and um just kind of like remember drinking at like White Rabbit a lot and like having these meetings and like discussing <laughs> like the very first launch and how we're gonna go about doing things but it like really worked out because we were all on the same page and Yashka was going to school, so, like, he was working really hard at this because he was also using it for projects at school. Oh, so, cool. So, like, everything that we, like, used for Lifeline, he would just get marks at school for it. <laughs> That's and, like, awesome. So he, like, developed the business and, like, graduated, and Lifeline was a big thing. And, yeah, it just kind of, like, worked out. And we all had, like, the same direction, same, like, fashion sense. We all kind of dressed the same and, like... We never, like, had any fights about the way, like, how Lifeline would go. Maybe, like, some disagreements of, like, how something should look, but there's always, like, compromise and, like, Mm -hmm. it's it's been, like, really great so far with these guys just... It's cool, like, I think all the fucking pieces you guys have look, like, incredibly unique to you guys, for one. And to me, it, it looks like the kind of fashion that i wish existed like years ago yeah that's kind of what we were like going for like we wanted like a high like streetwear fashion kind of things like high quality so we're we're going like more like quality over quantity thing like our shirts are like super limited too so like 
once we're out of stock, we don't reprint. Cool. So kind of like they're gone, they're gone on to the next thing. And we incorporate like a lot of like photography and travel and shit because those guys travel a lot. Like Jeff does uh, wedding photography and he's getting hired from like all over the place. So he'll get like flown out and do all the stuff. Yashka does photography as well with him. And like, so those guys are constantly traveling. I'm always traveling with the band. So it's cool to like kind of bring Lifeline wherever I go and like promote it. Maybe get some shots of like people wearing it. Yeah, man. Well, some some of the shots that I do see makes me want to buy that shit. So you're doing a good yeah, job. Sweet. Why <laughs> haven't you? Uh, it's I, expensive. <laughs> no, actually, it's not as like it's not more expensive than some of the shit that I buy already. Yeah. It's just like I think the couple times I have went to grab stuff was when you guys were running sales and the yeah. the hoodies that I wanted. were of course, I'm sure it's the same hoodie that everybody fucking wants, and the shit's like sold out really quick. Yeah, you know? that's the thing. Like there, there's some, there's some other pieces that I like, but they're just like really dramatic, and I don't think would fit my uh, like specific fashion. Yeah, so what do you consider like the expensive? shit that I wear? Um, well, it's just like higher price than like something you could maybe get at like H and M or like local winners. Yeah, yeah. It's it's not like too out of budget, but like we market ourselves we are like a high-end brand right so um like all of our shirts at the start we're all american apparel like good quality like we do all that stuff and now we're since american apparel got bought out and we don't like to fuck with gildan or anything like that so because we like quality so it took we were like really scared for a little bit when american apparel got bought out because we didn't know where we were going to get our shirts and we wanted the quality quality wasn't there for most things and it like it wasn't feasible with the money that we had because we don't have any like sponsors or endorsements or anything like right that, it's right? just the three of you guys right yeah that's right so financially like when we're in when shit's like kind of like going down a bit like we have to pull out our own funds to like yeah <laughs> restock or get new prints of stuff get more shit kind of thing so it's a bit of a grind and like like it's doing well maybe not like as well as like we'd hope at this point but like it's still afloat and we're like and i feel like it's still time. a pretty young yeah. brand yeah. as well, well like, right the, yeah and like that's the thing with this kind of shit like it takes years and yeah. stuff to like be a well-known yeah brand. i mean when you guys first launched i'm like oh cool lockwood's launching like a clothing brand or something it looks pretty cool there yeah. wasn't like a ton of pieces that you guys had ready but i'm like it all looks pretty right dope yeah yeah, look really high quality right well, off yeah, the bat. We, we took a lot of time like playing that out, like playing the website and the way we wanted to like portray shit. Like we have lookbooks for every line that we release, so it's just like a collection of photos of where we were for that photo shoot. Like we did one at like the Grand Canyon and it's like shit like sweet. that, right? And um fuck, I forget where I was going with that. <laughs> well, it, it's kind of cool that like all three of you guys um, not only are like the founders and like working on the designs and like the logistics behind everything, you're all kind of like, like walking advertisements well, like, for the company. You know, the, the goal was to make shit that like we all wanted to wear. Right. Like, it wasn't about like making a, sh- a buttload of money and like, cause we like we're realists. Like we know we're not gonna like come out on top right away or anything like that. We know, like, the risks of having a business and doing all this shit. But, like, the whole goal is just to, like, make stuff that we wanted to wear and, like, fill our closet 
with just like our own shit and like that's just cool. stuff that we like want to wear all the time, right? And that's why you always see me wearing like Lifeline or something because Hell yeah. it's comfy. I like long tees. It fits nice and it doesn't go to shit after you like wash it once because we like those are the fucking worst. That's why I feel like a lot of like band shirts and stuff that are like printed on cheap like Kildan and stuff. It's just like you wear it once, you wash it, and it's just fucked. It feels rough. Yeah, I yeah. fucking hate that shit. shit. Yeah, that shit drives me mental. Yeah. Like I'll I'll uh, I'll buy a tee, and I fucking love it. It's got the dopest print on it. And yeah, you run it through the wash one time, and it's all fucked up fitting. Yeah, it's like riding up on your gut, and you're like, did I like gain like forty pounds overnight? <laughs> I love yeah. this band. <laughs> so I think we did pretty well just trying to stick to the quality um, or quantity thing. Just like, and it gives us like more room to pump out like new designs and like new stuff. And sure. Just like keep it. Fresh yeah, for sure. Time. It's not like you're working with like a huge backlog of inventory. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. And that's why we have those sales because we're getting to the end of that line and yeah. we're not gonna print anymore. So like get it now or it's fucking gone right? yeah keep so. an eye out for those sales too because they're they ain't no fucking joke where can we <laughs> find you uh lifelinesupply.com is our site you can online shop we ship around the world too Costs a little bit for shipping but we try to keep it as minimal as possible do you guys uh you check out any any, any like uh promotional or additional material for like the kw people like if people in like the tri cities are ordering, do you throw in like little stickers or anything oh, like that? Like if you're ordering locally, I have no problem just like driving it to your house. Like, <laughs> That's awesome. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like yeah, like we keep our inventory at like one of our places, and then like if it's local, I can just drop it off, save you the shipping. All you have sure. to do is like message me. Instantly. You hear that, everybody? Hit up Lockwood. He'll yeah. personally, Great fucking deal. personally. <laughs> Hand deliver you know, some lifeline clothing. Like, I've had people like from Europe and stuff order stuff. Yeah, like, I was actually because I was wondering about that too. Actually, I was like, because um, I think the shipping is like I don't know twenty bucks international or something along yeah. those lines. And I was like, I wonder if Lockwood's in town. I wonder if I could just like hit him up and just go buy some of this shit. It, it gets pretty pricey. Like one of our friends was living in England, and um, they bought like a bunch of lifeline shit because it like just came out and they wanted it, and then they like spent all this money on shipping and ended up like moving back here they're like oh fuck like, <laughs> Shit. Paid, like right, three yeah, times yeah. as much yeah. for your stuff that and sucks have you guys ever uh been reached out to or ended up reaching out to any like boutiques or anything that want to carry your your line um we were at uptown woods for a bit that's just like a local shop yeah and they ended up closing down so um put yourself into loop clothing yeah we we were actually talking about loop for a while but um i think our our main goal right now is probably hit up toronto yeah Ooh, i think like, that's probably a, hit up a, a good bunch idea. of like retailers in toronto That'd and cool. see what we can do because we um <coughs> uh, we're hibernating for the winter or we didn't want to do a winter line this year and we have like we have a bunch of stuff lined up for spring already so that's all good to go. We're ready to release for spring. So once that kind of happens, I think we'll just do like a little business write up and um, hit some retail stores, see what we can do. Cool. But, yeah, I mean, like if you can get uh, word of mouth going in Toronto, I, I mean, like the, the streetwear scene there is kind yeah. of like explosive compared to here where it's amazing. Going you to those little shops. Yeah, man, it's really cool. Stuff, yeah. I was gonna ask, do you ever catch people 
wearing Lifeline stuff at uh, Courage My Love shows. I know uh, it's kind of harder to yeah. distinguish because <laughs> it's, you know, it's not like the name like plastered on it, be so, like some is, but um, yeah. Yeah, no, definitely like a few like uh, fans of the band or myself will come to shows and like wearing Lifeline, which cool. is fucking awesome to see. I always make sure to like take a picture with them or like say, awesome. say what up and kind of extend my pr- appreciation for the support you know and because like every little bit helps do you do you ever bring like any pieces with you when you go on tour to like sell or put on the merch um, table or I, is that like, kind of like a weird agreement i try to like keep it separate from the band just because it's like it's not something that Different the girls projects. are like a part of yeah, yeah. like they've done like photo shoots with us and stuff and like we're all friends so yeah yeah, yeah like... I, I guess i didn't mean like throwing it out on on like the courage like merch tables or anything yeah, but like if, if somebody like approached you and was like hey like i i love this fucking tea like you got any on yeah. you, you don't do that kind of thing um i did like kind of at the start like when we had like a decent amount of stock and stuff like i would bring a few things mm-hmm. it's mostly just like give out to like bands and like i know people that would appreciate it and like wear it on stage kind right. of thing and just kind of like get like the word out there like the drummer from mariana's trench still like hits us up for, that's like, dope really that's, that's, stuff. that's, fucking crazy. that's awesome yeah, he, <laughs> yeah ian's great and um i have like a lot of like loyal people to lifeline like there's a guy in the states um I'll give Cody a shout out. He buys like every single piece that we put out and he pays for shipping and the guy's just nuts. Comes Those are the kind of people you need. Yeah, he comes to a show wearing all lifeline stuff. And, it's fucking like, awesome. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, the, the line literally looks like a scene kid's dream. Yeah. <laughs> to, like to put it in the best terms. I don't mean that in like any negative negative sort of way. Yeah, yeah, no. Well, it's kind of where, it's where we come from, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, the it's roots the definitely heart, show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's cool. We all still kind of like love wearing that shit. We all wear skinny jeans still. Yeah, <laughs> wear your studded belts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no studded belt, belts anymore. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know? That was one. You grow out of some things. Had to go. You grow out of a few things, but not everything. Um, is there any like big ups and downs with the company in particular? Um, downs would be like trying to like have the right amount of funds to do what we want to do which is always difficult because we have all these fantastic great ideas but not the money right. to do it right so we kind of like just try to stay and we'll stay with our budget make compromises and like see what works best from what we have kind of thing and we just kind of like stick to what, like our roots and like what we know and like what we love and like we don't really have like any outside of opinions from that because we just do our own thing and we don't really talk about it we don't like what's on our website is that's that's all you get kind of thing yeah like the about i appreciate that though like there's there's too many times when i'll like come across like let's say um some designer or design firm and i like some of their pieces but then you see that they're like kind of pandering to other audience as well yeah and like some of the the clothing and shit gets like diluted because they're trying to like appeal to too many people yeah totally like lifeline seems to have like this this bullseye kind of like exactly what we want to do yeah. and you guys don't really stray the path which i think is a dope thing like i don't think it's yeah bad. that's kind of like what we meet about like when we have like lifeline meetings or something we'll like just get together shoot the shit have a beer 
like we're all friends like we've been friends for many many fucking years so like it's like you're just chilling with your friends talking about like you know those like pipe dreams that you used to have like back in the day like oh I'm gonna do this I'm gonna have a big sports bar or some shit yeah. <laughs> but like you're actually sports like clips. in the moment doing it and yeah. it's actually like real and you're like deciding on designs that are that's come out in a week or like you're going like we upgraded to like seamstresses so we're doing a lot of cut and sew shit now which is like oh. exactly where we wanted to be like last year we made a goal and that's where we want to be we met that goal so like so what are the advantages to that you guys get like some more um uh, unique well, like we're doing coats now yeah oh so we're, cool we're coming out with a raincoat that looks pretty dope and it's all like cut and sew so damn it's made from like a spindle of material and um that's fucking sweet people yeah. we're working with are like local they're cool. great yeah i was just gonna they're, ask um, if uh, you were yeah, keeping it out of cambridge awesome. um went to school for this kind of stuff like yeah like try to keep it all in the family and that's yeah that's, awesome. that's kick ass yeah no that's cool man for designs um, do you guys find inspiration from like any other kind of more out there like fashion designers you know like rick owens or something like that or do you kind of like say okay well this is kind of in right now let's try to gear more towards what's in or do you kind of try to shoot for like people going with like groundbreaking kind of designs and you're like oh well that one thing could work like let's say like longer sleeves or something like you know like small yeah. little like we do take that into consideration like the guys are on like hype beast all the time like checking out what's fresh and like what's new and what's coming out you kind of like try to stay ahead of the curve like you would in music right yeah so it's kind of like playing the same game and you want to stay fresh but stick to like what you like and stuff and i think we're we have a good balance of like doing what we love and still like tending to um like the mainstream crowd i guess cool for that kind of stuff dope um so we're kind of coming up to the end here is there anything else you guys want to ask brandon uh yeah i kind of want to do a little little crash course oh if you could, yeah if you could put your Fucking life a, know, buddy. we, we kind of do this thing like every every time we have a guest we started off this podcast with us kind of doing this to ourselves as a way to introduce ourselves and kind of run through our lives in three songs and when i say three songs it's like the first song would be like your first musical memory it could be cringy okay. it could be like the first saying. time where you're like, oh, I want to be a rock star. The middle one can be like maybe something in high school that kind of like started getting you to think or look at different bands, kind of branch out, and then maybe the last one be like where you're at now. Yeah, that's cool. Um, do we have like two minutes for me to run out and take a leak? Because I'm about to explode. Yeah, we can yeah. definitely do that. <laughs> Go for it. Hey, Hello, we're back. So we're we're just doing the the three song crash course with Brandon Lockwood, and then uh, we'll be wrapping things up. So if you want to just take it away from where we left yeah. off Lockwood. first musical memory it can be cringy it's like the kind of you know first the earliest song you can remember listening to where you're like that's fucking cool kind of memory as a kid yeah my my dad had me listening to Alice in Chains since I was like a baby really so getting you like, right into the dark yeah, stuff kind of like grew up with the grunge already so um I just what song do you remember specifically uh down in the hole it was probably one of the first songs I learned on guitar, I think. Or like depressing there, isn't it? Yeah, I think they're all think pretty, they're all pretty <laughs> depressing. Yeah. What do you mean? Learning guitar at what age? <laughs> my dad got me my first acoustic when I was like six or eight. 
Did and did you start did learning you like it? Alice in Chains from that point, or was it like um, you know like, smoke on the water? He, sh- he yeah, he showed me because that's kind of like all of, like he knew how to play. <laughs> okay. So like he showed me that stuff when I was younger, and like we'd pull out like his old records. So it was like all like Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, and just like he knew what was up. <laughs> that's cool. No, that's awesome. So yeah, definitely started at a young age, and didn't really take guitar seriously until. Like maybe around like grade seven. Oh really? Like so it was that. still pretty early on that like, you started. Like taking... played a little bit, but not like engulfed my life and like yeah. fully absorbed into it. Yeah. Until like I was a little bit older, right? Guess that'd be your second musical memory then, huh? Yeah. What made you start getting into guitar like that? Yeah, just my dad really, and like when I when I was hanging out with my dad, we'd go to like pawn shops and. Um, look at guitars so like at a very young age I was like whoa like, there a certain song that's a cool field that... trip <laughs> yeah like go to the arcade yeah. go to the pawn shop listen to music all day awesome. kind of thing like that's what he'd like to do and kind of like my pop would always take me to like a uh, big bear convenience to get like giant slurpees and shit nice <laughs> how do you feel about that great <laughs> a little diabetic I guess oh, nice <laughs> 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 so what about like into high school like what do you remember or maybe like that kind of area like age 13 to 16 17 where music started started getting into something else you know you probably broke out of the grunge thing and started getting into like well you were in a band with like adam sick transit gloria so maybe yeah. metalcore was a thing i'm assuming well, like my very first band was like pretty like indie like um strokes oh okay like brit pop kind of thing like in a bit in a way, like yeah. listening to a lot of like Velvet Underground and like uh, okay. stuff like that, like Libertines, and so it was kind of like very influenced around like Arctic Monkeys and just like that kind of music. Okay, so and, you kind of went a bit lighter then. Yeah, it was like super light at the start, and then I kind of started to go into like local shows, and it was all like hardcore and like heavy metal and like the first time you kind of heard it you're like whoa the energy of the show the people you know the mosh yeah totally so like the heaviness of the music kind of like brought me back to like the whole like alice in chains and like grunge shit and like i like the heaviness and so i started like playing in bands like that and i actually went on my very first tour when i was like 17 and um these older guys like saw me playing in my first band thought like like, I'd be cool just, like, going on tour with, I guess. And, like, they brought me out, showed me the ropes of tour, and, like, I learned all that kind of shit at a very, like, young age and still in high school kind of thing, so... What band was that? Uh, they're called Grand Casino at the time. Grand Casino. At the time? What are they called now? Um, Teenage Violence is, or... Still the same. Petite as... Casino? It's, um... Not, not all the same <laughs> members, but, like, half the band is Teen Violence. Cool. Called, yeah. And so where are you at now, I guess, with, like, I don't know, like, what are you listening to now? I mean, I'm sure you're kind of bumping the old stuff, like, every now and again, but, like, what's something, like, let's just say, like, what's the newest thing you found where, I don't know, you're thinking it's totally fresh? Um, one, one new artist that, like, I really started, like, listening to was, like, uh, X, X, Excision. Tentacion. Tentacion. X. Triple X and um not to be confused with Vin Diesel's Triple X. Yeah. R.I.P. It's big, yeah. big um, that album's pretty sweet. Well, uh, Scarlord. Then it's just like heavy ass trap, like Cool. Have you ever heard of the band called Horror? They're like um I have not. It's like a metal hip hop 
group kind of thing. Cool. I saw them at 2000 Trees Festival, and they had, like, basically, like, this metal drummer who's just slaying drums, and they're just, like, rapping and doing, like, screaming over hip-hop tracks. It's, like, Death Grips, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. A little bit. Well, it's more like the craziest drumming. That's dope. Uh, Speaking of stuff like that, uh, I guess Travis Barker just announced that he's, like, working on a record with the Suicide Boys. Oh, really? Death Grips. I'm like, what the fuck? No. So, yeah, that's going to be pretty fucking dope. That's cool. Yeah, man. Do you find that a lot of the newer stuff that you're, like, the newer music you're listening to is based on like when you tour and like you know festivals you play and stuff like that or are you still like exploring through the internet new artists to listen to um well the girls are really good at like finding new music and like new artists and stuff so when we're on tour they have like spotify up and they show me a bunch of like new stuff that i've never heard before and i dig like i still have a fucking ipod that's like from high school that has all the which old kind is it a nano and, a shuffle yeah it's one of those like i think it's a nano it has like the small square one with the little screen and the, oh like, yeah little i think it was a mini i think it was the minis weren't yeah. they ipod minis because like there was a square one with the little screen with the little scroll wheel yeah, that one yep. yeah and um i have that one and i have kind of like one of the first touch ipods but anyways but um <laughs> they have all like i have like sick transit ep on there and oh, like, just like shit from like Fuck, way we were back looking for that day. weren't we yeah when uh yeah I, I told you i had that yeah, yeah i was i was trying to get somebody to ship it up over to me but yeah. uh couldn't he would have drove it over dude <laughs> but like some well lockwood some was like yeah when like, i get home I'll, I'll send it uh no you said that you'll get oh, it you're shifting oh the yeah that's on. right that's right that's right because I messaged Josh, and Josh was like, I think, uh, he was on, like, some vacation over that weekend, and I messaged Chris Nelson, and he's like, yeah, I got it on a laptop, and then I didn't hear nice. from him, and we just had to call it a loss, but we'll uh, have to play that shit sometime. Oh, I'll bring it to you sometime. Yeah, some, <laughs> yeah, some tours, like, I'll, like, have that iPod with me, and I'll be listening to, like, Animal of the State or something. Nice. You know? <laughs> it's just, like, like, still listen to the shit I've known for, like, so many years, but... Got any guilty pleasures? Uh, Halsey. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love Halsey. That's uh, not that guilty. That's not that guilty. But, <laughs> nah, um, they're going to be way worse. What's yeah. your opinion on Billie Eilish? I love Billie Eilish. Yeah. New tune? Fantastic. Everything she does Yeah, fantastic. she's okay. She's great. No, she's <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. boys, you want to wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap her up. Okay. Double wrapper. Always wrap we'll it up. Her. Um, what did you say? What? Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Whatever. Lockwood for coming out. Yo, guys, thank you. It's been fun. It's been a pleasure. We've all enjoyed ourselves. Anything you want to plug before we uh, say goodbye? It's good to see you guys again. Hell yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it's been great to see you again. It's been great. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Check out lifelinesupply.com if you like their stuff. I love couragemylove.com. We all have Instagram and all that shit. What's your Instagram? My Instagram? It's Brandon X Lockwood. Nice. Okay. I'll make sure all those links are in the show notes for people to easily click on if you have a horrible memory just like me. Um, so slurpees. So <laughs> yeah, goddamn slurpees. I still had a shitload of questions. If, if you don't have to, but if you would like to, um, see if you can convince the ladies to come on because I had some questions that would. Um, be better addressed by all three of you. 
Yes. Yeah, if, if they ever want to come on, come hang we'll out. In this really have to stinky clean this little place studio. <laughs> we'll, we'll clean it up for them. We'll get it. We'll get well, it. Lady maybe for you. after they watch this one, they might be more inclined. We'll to I think they'll be less yeah. inclined. <laughs> <laughs> I think they'll steer them in a different direction. Yeah. No. Like we're we're all really easygoing. So. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. No. There was like a, a lot of questions I had pertaining to, like. Um, kind of growing up in the tri-cities and then experiencing music elsewhere and then uh, kind of bringing some of those experiences back here and then seeing like the differences between the scene here and elsewhere like a lot of cool little shit like that yeah. oh one thing i wanted to ask because you're in a band with twins is do you get that do you like notice the wavelength thing where Twin they like telepathy. have some of the same like thoughts or when they're writing they're like yeah they're like catching each other's thoughts and stuff like that do you get that a lot or is that kind of like since I spend so much time with them, like, I, like, we all know each other, like, pretty much in and out, like, we know how, like, we might not, like, say, like, you know, play the dumb card or something, but, you know, you can tell if Phoenix is having a bad day, I'm having a bad day, or, like, and you can tell, like, they're, they're sisters, like, they're twins, yeah. like, they have, like, sibling shit, but they, like, I've never seen, like, siblings be, like, so attached to each other before so they definitely kind of got like the twin thing going on and yeah you know sometimes things don't need to be said because you already you see it <laughs> like, i feel that yeah you know, you know what i mean cool cool yeah. well thanks for watching everybody thanks again lockwood for coming out yeah thank you um, it's a pleasure we'll be back nice. next tuesday 6 p.m live um i think next week is just us yeah who knows the following week We've got the scene dad himself showing yeah. up. Kyle Daddy, Wapler. daddy, wop, 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 wop. That'll be a good one. So, Shout out to Wapler. Uh, keep yeah, your eyes yeah. peeled. Hit us up on Instagram. Subscribe on YouTube. And don't forget. Fist it, man. Fist, fist that, that bell. bell. Fist the bell. Peace. Fist or